Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary in the car again. Five episodes in a row. Yeah, but I think I'm done with this one. All right, we are at the top of page 249. I sure would love it if you rated this and reviewed it and subscribed and shared. And uh, Instagram and Twitter, uh, my handle is DictionaryPod. Uh, if you want to follow my personal stuff, it's at SpeedJampar. If you want to listen to me teach you how to say stuff backwards, you can go to my YouTube channel, which is uh, the link is in the show notes, and uh, it's uh, it's backwards talking time there. And um, I think that's fine. Go check the show notes for all that stuff and more. So today is October 20th. This episode is airing that day, so hopefully you're listening to this on that day. And the first word is commander-in-chief, three words from 1654 one who holds the supreme command of an armed force next is commandery noun from the 15th century one a district under the control of a commander of an order of knights like them of the round table two an assembly or lodge in a secret order next is commanding Adjective from 1591, one, drawing attention or priority, as in a commanding presence. I definitely don't have that. Two, difficult to overcome, as in a commanding lead. Commandingly, that is an adverb. Next is commanding officer, noun from 1720, an officer in command, especially an officer in the armed forces in command of an organization or installation. Next is commandment. Noun from the 13th century. One, the act or power of commanding. Two, something that is commanded, especially one of the biblical Ten Commandments. Next is command module, two words, noun from 1962, a space vehicle module, a space vehicle module designed to carry the crew, the chief communication equipment, and the equipment for re-entry. Maybe I'll find a picture and post it on the social media of those, uh, those command module things. Next is commando, noun from 1839, number one is South African, um, or I guess would, uh, yeah, oh, maybe they use it in South Africa, yeah, so we got 1A, a military unit or command of the Boers, B-O-E-R-S, I don't know how to pronounce it, 1B, still South African, a raiding expedition, 2A, a military unit trained and organized as shock troops, especially for hit-and-run raids into enemy, enemy territory, uh, is there a movie, like a Schwarzenegger movie called Commando, or is there something called Suburban Commando? I don't know. I think Commando's in some movie names that I don't think I've seen. Okay, we are now on to be a member of such a unit, the Commando. Go Commando. That is a phrase. It is slang. I'm so glad this is in here. It means to wear no underwear. To wear no underwear. To wear no underwear. Uh, there is that great silly moment in Friends. Uh, they mention Commando, and then Joey puts on all of Chandler's clothes because, of course, he did. 
and he was going commando while he was doing that. It was very silly. Silly stuff, dummy. All right, uh, so this uh, commando word is an Afrikaans. It me, it's commando with a K from the Dutch commando, which means command, from Spanish commando, from their verb commandar, which means to command, from the lower Latin commandare. Next is command post, two words, noun from circa 1918, a post at which the commander of a unit in the field receives orders and exercises command. Next is command sergeant major, three words, noun from 1967, a non-commissioned officer in the army ranking above a first sergeant. Next is, oh, this is the one I was confused about a couple episodes ago. It is comma splice, two words, noun from 1924, the use of a comma between coordinate main clauses not connected by a conjunction, as in, nobody goes there anymore, comma, it's boring. Ah, the use of a comma between coordinate main clauses not connected by a conjunction. So they're kind, they're kind of like two sentences. It's, a, it's an appropriate place to combine two sentences into one, right? Nobody goes there anymore. It's boring. Hmm. I don't know if I would put a comma there. Interesting. But that's a comma splice. Next is, oh, this is a good one. Uh, Comedia dell'arte. You could also just say commedia. Commedia. I think I I say commedia. It is two words. C-O-M-M-E-D-I-A. First word. Second word. D-E-L-L apostrophe A-R-T-E. Commedia dell'arte. Noun. From 1823. uh, But it's, you'll find out, it's older than that. Italian comedy of the 16th to 18th centuries, improvised from standardized situations and stock characters. It is Italian, and it literally means comedy of art. Hmm. My sister knows a bit about this. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of people I know know a bit about this, but she specifically because she was actually a sign language interpreter for a deaf student for a college, a Commedia dell'arte college in California. It was a one-year program, and so the deaf guy was the student, and she was his interpreter, and so she kind of got a lot of the education just from being there, and it sounds fascinating. I don't know if I particularly like the, you know, old-school art. I've never really watched it. I probably should, but uh, it sounds interesting. Next is... Oh, real sorry for that lip smack. That was terrible. It is... Camilfo. Camil. Camil. Ah, no, it's Camilfo. Camilfo. Three words. C O M M E. Next word. Il. I L. Next word. F A U T. Adjective from 1756. Conforming to accepted standards. Synonym is proper. Uh, it is French and it literally means as it should be. Camilfo. Maybe that was too much emphasis. Next is commemorate, transitive verb from 1599. Number one, to call to remembrance. Two, to mark by some ceremony or observation. And the synonym is observe, as in commemorate an anniversary. Three, to serve as a memorial of, as in a plaque that commemorates the battle. 
uh, there is actually a thing right next to me. You know, it's maybe 50 feet away. Um, that it, I think, if I remember correctly, it is a um, a thing that is commemorating the people of my town who were part of the Civil War, possibly, if I'm remembering, like I said, if I'm remembering that correctly. Um, it's a flagpole, and the, so it's the bottom of the flagpole. It's, a, it's like a pedestal kind of thing, and there's some eagles on top of it, and there's some stars, and then there's a bunch of soldiers that, like carved in like a, what do they call it, a frieze? It's like semi, sort of 3D, but not really 3D. Um, it's a bunch of soldiers in lines walking into battle. And I think it's for the Civil War, for people in the town. And supposedly, my parents' friend's grandpa was one of the models that they used for the, uh, you know, the, the carvings. So that's a, that's a commemoration thing. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's a, well, so that would be good for the next word, but anyway, let's real quick finish up commemorate. Uh, another synonym is the word keep. Commemorator is a noun. Commemorator. Uh, it is from Latin verb commemorare, which is from com plus memorare, which it means to remind of. Um, from memor, which means mindful, and there's more at the word memory. So let's talk about that commemoration. It is a noun from the 14th century. One, the act of commemorating. Two, something that commemorates. I never thought about the word that, or I never thought about the fact that the word memory or remember or a form of that is in this word. Next is commemorative. Commem- commemorative. Commemor- commemorative. You can say that too. Adjective from 1612. Intended as a commemoration, especially issued in limited quantities for a limited time to honor or feature someone or something, as in a commemorative stamp. That's how I say that word. Commemorative is also a noun, and commemoratively is an adverb. I think we are on our last word in this episode. It is commence. It's a bad word to end an episode with. You get it? C-O-M-M-E-N-C-E. Verb from the 14th century starting with transitive. To enter upon. Synonym is begin. As in, commence proceedings. And intransitive, number one, to have or make a beginning. Synonym is start. Two is chiefly British. To take a degree at a university. Uh, Synonym, again, is the word begin. Commencer is a noun. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um, Let's see. Etymology from the Latin uh, Anglo-French, commencer, from vulgar Latin commitiare, which is com plus initiare, which means to begin. It mean, yeah, or initiate. I think I have to sneeze. Oh boy. <coughs> so the words today were commander in chief, commandery, commanding, commanding officer, commandant, command module, commando, commando, no, command post, command sergeant, command sergeant major, comma slice, commedia dell'arte, comme il faut, commemorate, commemoration, commemorative, 
and commence. Um, well, my second choice, the runner-up, if the winner cannot accept, oh, there's this line of geese crossing the street. They're just literally just walking slowly across the street. Uh, and there's a car that has to sit and wait for them. There's like five more that have to go. Interesting. Um, okay, so uh, yes, runner-up is Commedia dell'arte, and uh, but the one that I want to pick is Commandment, because um, I feel like I'm I'm blanking a little bit. Um, the The Constitution is made up of amendments. That's what it was. For some reason, my brain went to Commandment. There, you you see how I could make that mistake, but. Uh, what I'm thinking still stays true because the Ten Commandments, while I'm not a religious person, I think that they are still really good things <laughs> to uh, to follow. There's there's some good there's some good life rules in there, don't you think? I think so. Um, so uh, yeah, are there any songs about commandments? Commandments. I like to follow the Ten Commandments. If there were fifteen, what would they be? You can message me on social media. Let's talk about the holidays instead of singing that song. In the Czech Republic, it is Arbor Day. In Kenya, it is Heroes Day. In Guatemala, it is Revolution Day. In Vietnam, Vietnamese Women's Day. World Statistics Day and World Osteoporosis Day. And anything else, it is Pronouns Day in the U.S. So make sure that you tell everybody what your pronouns are, because you never know. In Australia, it is Ride to Work Day. In India, it is Maharishi Valmiki Jayanti. And some fun holidays. International Chef's Day. They make your food. Ooh, International Sloth Day. Those are some very interesting and cute animals. National Branded Fruit Day. National Day on Writing. Like like writing a piece of paper. National Medical Assistance Day, Support Your Local Chamber of Commerce Day, and, as I said before, World Osteoporosis Day. That is a, quite a word and quite a thing to suffer from. Uh, make sure that you exercise and you eat healthy food. Yeah. Okay, we're going to end it there. Thank you, much, thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer commencing to dispense information but it's the opposite of that. Goodbye.